Praise the Lord. Well, let's get rolling here. Uh, yeah, we're really going to see this is historic this morning. Uh, anyway, there's your, there's your uh, index, Genesis to Revelation, of course. And uh, <clears throat> we're going to start in the book of Psalms. Now, Psalms are, you know, uh, they sang them, but they're prayers as well. Uh, they were not just to give them something to do. Look how many there are, 150 of them. David wrote a whole bunch of them. I don't know the count, but it doesn't matter. We just want to see what he says. I want to pick up in 78, but I do want to remind you that David wrote this. Okay, so let's see what David says here. Okay, here we go. Psalm 78. I graduated high school in 1978, whatever. If you think about that, 78, you'd eventually find it if you forgot it. You'll eventually hit it. Okay, just keep looking till you see it. But watch this. Oh, my people, listen to my teaching. Well, no, this is a jazzy song. He called it a teaching. Okay. Open your ears to what I'm saying, and I'll show you lessons. Look at this. From our history, stories handed down to us from former generations. He didn't say they're fairy tales, and I'll I'll give you a heads up. He's going to talk about Egypt coming across through the Red Sea and all those miracles and stuff, and you'll also catch the part that, ooh, I'm supposed to be remembering this. Yeah. I will reveal these truths to you so that you can describe uh, uh, so that you can describe these glorious deeds of Jehovah to your children. Jehovah's the Lord. And others we're supposed to be that's why. Thank God when you and I grew up, you probably if you did or maybe you didn't, they had Sunday school. Now, unfortunately, sometimes Sunday school got to be like, well, we don't in big church we don't big church needs Sunday school, man. We we need to be reading the Bible. Anyway, you know that. I'll reveal these truths to you so you can describe these deeds of Jehovah to your children and tell them about the mighty miracles he did. You mean fairy tales. They were not fairy tales. That's what's got us all in trouble today. We think they never happened. We think at the night sky, look at those galaxies and no one knows how it was created. What church do you go to? Oh, I go to First Baptist. I go to Bethlehem Baptist. You don't know who made it? Well, we don't really know. Where have you been? Get back in that Bible. God's going to give you up to that thinking if you want to believe that way. Oh, no. He creates one of the coolest things about young earth and do, do a little research about this place being young. The seven-day week came from creation. Nobody made up that magic and go, well, we think it's supposed to be the revolutions of the moon around. The... It came from creation. Six days of creation, one day of rest. Man. Okay. Here we go. So, for he gave his laws to Israel and commanded our fathers to teach them to their children. I ain't got time to tell my kids. Yes. That's, yeah. Can't wait on the church to do it. We got to do it. So that in turn, they could teach their children. Wow. Thus, his laws would pass down generation to generation. In this way, each generation has been able to obey his laws and set its hopes Set its hope anew on God and not forget, look, here it is again, not forget his glorious miracles. Same thing's true in our life. Don't forget what he did for you yesterday or what he did for you 10 years ago or 20 years ago. How, remember, here we go. Thus, they did not need to be as their fathers were, stubborn, rebellious, unfaithful, refusing to give their hearts to God. That's the Lord calling there. So we're, we're all right. Now, notice this right here. Look at this next thing. The people of Ephraim, Ephraim uh, 
uh, though fully armed, now that, that's going to be Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's going to be one of the tribes. One of his sons was named Ephraim, okay? Uh, it actually was Joseph. Remember coat of many colors? That was Joseph's boy. He had another boy named Manasseh. How do you know that? Well, I didn't learn it in school. I just read the Bible. Just keep reading. You know, when they only tell you 12 college teams over and over again, eventually they're going to go, oh, oh yeah, Vanderbilt. Yeah, I forgot they're in the SEC. You, you start catching on. Vanderbilt, South Carolina, Tennessee, Georgia, Mississippi, Ole Miss. Remember, there's a couple of them. You say, well, it's Mississippi. No, Ole Miss is in there too. And stinky LSU, whatever. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm, my truth is I'm glad they won the championship instead of – I didn't want Clemson to get it. I mean, there's two Tigers. I don't like either one of them, but uh, I didn't want Clemson to get it. But my point is you would eventually think there's not a million of these tribes. There's only 12. Notice this. Look, look what, what are they saying here? The people of Ephraim, though fully armed, turned their backs and fled when the day of battle came because they didn't obey his laws. Well, what are we going to do? Get our head blown off? You weren't going to get your head blown off. Anyway, they refused to follow his ways, and they forgot about the... Look at that. They forgot about... Now, this is make-believe. Forgot about the wonderful make-believe that God did for them and their fathers in Egypt. See where the attack is? That happened. Pharaoh was annihilated. Man. Okay. So they forgot about the wonderful miracles God had done for them. And for their fathers in Egypt. You know, it would bless your socks off when you're going through trouble just to pick up Exodus. It goes fast. And just go from Exodus 1 to 12. It goes fast. It's a story. Moses did not want to go to Pharaoh. Lord, I don't send me. Oh. Later on, Moses, is, he's got this thing together. Because remember, he stalked out mad at, at Pharaoh. When Pharaoh said, I don't want to ever see you in the day. You come back in here, I'll kill you, you know. Moses said, okay, you'll never see me again. He stalked out, stomp. That's real Christian-like. Well, it was Christian-like. Let my people go. And Moses, I mean, uh, Pharaoh wasn't going to do it. But what's so cool about those, those disasters that hit, 10 of them, really 11 if you count the, the Nile turning into blood. And then if you want to throw in the snake for fun, he threw down his rod. Remember that? Picked it up. What else do you remember about that rod? Well, Pharaoh's monkey magicians did it but guess what happened Moses rod Moses snake ate their snakes yeah and then remember they say well you know well Pharaoh said uh, you know with the frogs yeah the frogs he asked Moses to get rid of the frogs and I was thinking because I read it so many times I thought, whoa, whoa, no 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 remember their magicians did the same thing they made frogs come out of the Nile but how come Pharaoh said uh, Moses get rid of these frogs you know <laughs> No, ask your stupid wizards to get rid of the frogs. <laughs> but he knew only God was going to be able to get rid of those frogs. But the other thing about that, it wasn't happening to the Jewish people. They didn't have no frogs. They didn't have no darkness. They didn't have no uh, hailstorms, no locusts, all this stuff. Anyway. All right, here we go. For he divided the sea before them and led them, and led them through. Well, that didn't happen. It was fairy tale. It did happen. Look at this. The water, look at that. The water stood banked up along both sides of them. Wow. Talk about the natatorium in Atlanta. Whoa. In the daytime, he led them by a cloud. And uh, at night, a pillar of fire. He split the rocks in the wilderness. Remember, that was cool. Fire by day and, I mean, fire by night and cloud by day. He split the rocks into the wilderness and gave them plenty of water as though gushing from a spring. Streams poured from the rock, flowing like a river. Oh, how I love Jesus. Yeah. 
Look at that. Yet they kept on their rebellion. Well, they did. Remember when Moses got them out there? We want to go back to Egypt. Oh, what did you bring us out here for? Hello, y'all are slaves. Pharaoh was commanding all your kids to be killed. Well, the boys, we want to go back to Egypt. See how stupid unbelief is? It just, it just pays to stay here. And just tell the Lord, I'm waiting on blessings here. You're, you're, you're going to have them. Sinning against God, who is the God above all gods. They murmured and complained, demanding other food than God was giving them. They even spoke against God himself. Why can't he give us decent food as well as water? They grumbled. Jehovah heard them and was angry. The fire of his wrath burned against Israel. You read that story? Man, I tell you, they... That's the reason the purpose of the Levites. Remember, the Levites were camped completely around the tabernacle because of the wrath of God. Jesus is our high priest today. We are so free. No condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. I mean, remember, see, why was God being so mean? Now, hold on a minute. In creation, day one, two, three, four, five, six, at the end, everything was perfect. When Adam blew it, remember, God said, where are you? You know, have you eaten? He did. Well, that ruined everything. The whole place was cursed. God couldn't even be present with man anymore. Now he's trying to be present with us. But anyway, so anyway, so okay. Well, Jehovah heard him and was angry. The fire of his wrath burned against Israel. They didn't believe in God nor trust him to look at that, to care for him. Do you know, I'm Baptist. We are famous for this. We get in our circles and we go, I don't know. I don't, and one of us whispers, say, Laura walks up. Well, I prayed about my refrigerator. We'll get the deacon board after her. Look, don't be telling people that. You know, It happened to me one time. Deacon board came after me, and and the head deacon was saying, well, Richard, my daddy died of cancer, and it wasn't the Lord's will. And I just said real easy. I said, listen, I said, I understand that, but I said, that doesn't change Psalm 91. I said, with long life, will he satisfy you and show you his salvation? I said, we at least ought to try, you know. But some, it, some people are so excited to go get to heaven and ask why. When they just need to stop here. Don't we need to ask why? We need to be famous for this. Look at this. Okay, what do we get to? Uh, yeah, they didn't believe God or trust him to care for them. Well, you need to go to college, boy. You go to college, God gave you a brain. Okay, God gave me a brain, and then he left me alone. I don't think so. He left me a brain to be a companion with him. I love that third verse. Oh, how I love Jesus, you know, or whatever, fourth verse, you know. All my problems, he's going to bear, because I can't. Jehovah heard them, uh, let's see, we got that. Uh, even though he, he commanded the skies to open and open the windows of heaven and rain down manna for their food, well, that didn't happen. Yes, it did happen. Praise the Lord. Wow. Okay, he gave them bread from heaven. They ate angels' food. They gave him all they could hold. He led, uh, and he led forth the east wind and guided the south wind by his mighty power. He rained down birds as thick as dust. These were those quail he sent. Because the bird, no, he caused the birds to fall among the tents. The people ate their fill. He gave them what they asked for. Now notice this. But before they had hardly finished eating, the meat was still in their mouth when the anger of the Lord rose up. <laughs> that David's quoting a story while he's telling us a story that happened. I mean, okay, I mean, he told Moses, he said, okay, in the, this evening, there's going to be so many quail, you're going to be stuffed. It'll, he actually said it's going to be coming out your nose, you know. And uh, so, uh, and if you read that story, 
they had all these quail, but then all of a sudden, say, well, why did God start destroying? Now, how, if you read the story, these people were so rebellious. They didn't want Jesus. They want, remember when Moses was up on the mountain, they built a stupid cow and said, that's, they made it. Keep how stupid that is. The cow is what brought us out from Pharaoh. Moses, Lord's the one who told Moses, says, go down and tell, go down and get, in other words, go down to the people because they've sinned against me. They've, they're worshiping a cow. Oh, man. So anyway, so anyway, so while they were still eating, uh-oh, look at that. The Lord rose up, killed some of the, the uh, Israel's finest young men. Now, that, don't worry about that. That's like, well, what? Where's Jesus loves me in this? Where were, there, remember, <laughs> let me put it this way. Watch this. Let, let Jesus tell us this. I saw this the other day, and I thought, oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, it said Matthew. Let me hunt it up. Let's see. Matthew. Oh, let's see. It's 20. It's the rich young ruler came to Jesus. Let's see where it is. We'll find it here in a second. Uh, rich young ruler. Let's see. It won't be there. Let me try 21 just a second. It won't be 21. Hang on a second. This is how you find things. Okay, here we go. Let's go, let's go back to 19. Yeah, it's going to be right here. Uh, okay, look at this. Okay, let's get in the story. Oh, uh, Someone came to Jesus. This is Matthew 19. Someone came to Jesus with a question. Hey, good master, what must I do to have eternal life? He's a real person. When you call me good, you're calling me God. Matter of fact, I think Luke's account or Mark's account says Jesus loved this guy. He loved it. For God alone is truly good. But to answer your question, you can get to heaven if you keep the commandments. Which ones? Jesus replied, well, don't kill, don't commit adultery, don't steal, don't lie. Honor your father and mother, love your neighbor as yourself. He says, well, I've always done that. Okay. Oh, uh, uh, what else is, must I do? Well, if you want to be perfect, go sell everything you have. Give the money to the poor and you'll have treasure in heaven and come follow me. But when the young man heard this, he went away sadly for he was very rich. Now, okay, he just walked off and he, that kind of got to him. And you can see what ha- sometimes happens to us. We're too tied to our money. Well, everything but that. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I could. Jesus, that's asking too much of me to give that guy my car. I mean, you know, I mean, you know what I mean? Or give something. I, I remember I gave away a guitar one time. It was the most expensive thing I ever had, you know. And you count my guitars I've got. Today. i got so many guitars. But I did. I did. And the guy I gave it to, he turned against me too. But that's okay. I did it because of the Lord. I now have a Martin. I've got so many. I've got such good guitars. But I got what Jesus was saying. Is there something, put it this way, is there something in your life that if Jesus asks you to, let's say, go to the mission field, if he said go to the mission field, would you go? No <laughs> way, Lord, I ain't doing that. I love you and I'm going to go to heaven. And he, yeah, you go to Will you go to the mission field? No, I need to stay here in Madison County. <laughs> well, see, he's got you on it. See, there's some things that you, you couldn't do and you don't want to be that way. Anyway. Look at 25. This remark, oh, excuse me, let me back up. Okay. It's almost impossible for a, man, for a rich man to get into the kingdom of heaven. I'll say it again. It's easier for a camel, you've heard this go through the eye of the needle, than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. This remark, notice this, they weren't all hippies, poor, 
it confounded the disciples. Look what it says. Then who in the world can be saved? Look at Jesus, look what Jesus said. Looked at them intently. Look what he said. Well, humanly speaking, no one. That's why Jesus died. So now we go back and look at that psalm and how the wrath of God was just eaten up. And it said the finest young men. What's going on here? Holy God. We don't stand a chance. But Jesus, but Jesus, he'll fix it. And he was trying to fix it for them in, uh, as they came out of Egypt. He loved them. He got them out of slavery. He saved them the very first day. But they kept doing But anyway, humanly speaking, I love that. No one. <laughs> but with God, everything's, impossible. everything's possible. All right, now back to Psalms here. Psalm 78. Keep clicking here. Psalm 78. And we probably got about to 24. Let's see. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the birds came down as thick as dust. The people ate. Uh, look at that. Okay. Yet even so, some of the people kept on sinning, verse 32, Psalm 78, uh, and refused, look at that, refused to believe in miracles. You know, Jesus, that's what the story in the book of John, the guy had a son that was, uh, he was a mayor of a town, and he said, come, come heal my son. He's fixing to die. And Jesus said, do I got to do more miracles before you'll believe? People just, it's, it, it, it. You know, until you start believing in grace, you won't believe. Not believe in just the miracle here, but just believing that God will take care of you. Anyway, so he cut their lives short and gave them years of terror and disaster. Man, well, I don't want that. So what do I need to do? Believe in those miracles. Man, believe. Praise the Lord. Then at last, when he had ruined them, they walked away. They walked a while behind him. How earnestly they turned, they turned around and followed him. Then they remembered that God was their rock. Look at that, that he was their savior. See all this stuff about you never know what God's going to do. Someday he lifts you up. Someday he beats you down. No, it's our fault. And you know where you made the mistake. It's not like, well, I don't know what I did. I ticked him off. Oh, you know what you did. Then they remembered that God was their rock, that their, uh, that their savior. Do you know that's what the word Jesus means? It's savior. I was fixing to fly. We, were, we turned the corner and the pilot's fixing to give full power. I'm sinking back in my seat going, praise the Lord. Every this thing. I mean, I drive Volkswagens. I know. <laughs> I'm the lead engineer on my cars. <laughs> and I know what can go wrong with the mechanics on that thing. And I'm like, praise God, but I'm not flying into the clouds where I can't see how to get back down. And Jesus' very name means Savior. Okay. He's the God above all gods. But it was only with their words they followed, not with their hearts. Their hearts were far away. They did not keep their promises, yet he was merciful. He forgave their sins and didn't destroy them all. Many and many a time he held back his anger. Look at that. For he remembered that they were merely mortal men, gone in a moment like a breath of wind. Oh, how often they rebelled against him in those desert years and grieved his heart. Again and again they turned away and tempted God to kill them. The, and li, look at that, and limited, look at that, they limited the Holy One of Israel uh, from giving them his blessings. Really? Yeah. Well, we don't want to do that, praise the Lord. So that's why we've, we've got countless blessings. Anyway, they forgot about his power and love, how he rescued them from their enemies. Well, see, none of this is for us today because it never happened. See how terrible that would be to believe that? These people better be ducking when they say God didn't take them out of Egypt. 
They forgot the plagues he sent upon the Egyptians in Tanis. That was the town. Okay. How he turned the rivers into blood so that no one could drink except the Israelites. Here's the flies. How he sent vast swarms of flies to fill the land. And how there it is, the frogs. Oh, there's no such thing as Noah's Ark. There's no such thing as... Are you kidding? No wonder Christians have such a hard time. He gave their crops to the caterpillars. This was the Egyptians. Their harvest was consumed by their zolocust. He destroyed their grapevines, their sycamore with hail. There's the hail. The cattle. Remember the cattle? They all were died. They died, except for the Israelites. Mortally wounded by huge hailstones from heaven, the sheep were killed by lightning. He loosed on them the fierceness of his anger, sending sorrow and trouble. He dispatched against them a band of destroying angels, the death angel. All listed right there. He gave free course to his anger, did not spare the Egyptians' lives, but handed them over to plagues and sickness. What about us? We're not handed over to sickness. Then he killed, there's the Passover. Then he killed the eldest son in each Egyptian family who uh, was at the beginning of its strength and joy. In other words, there's their brand new, bright and... Now remember, go ask why. Go back and go look and you'll see it. It's about, he told Moses why. He says, you go tell Pharaoh that you have gotten on to Jacob, my first son, my firstborn son, and I'm going to kill your son. That's why. You, remember, first chapter... Pharaoh's throwing all the boys into the river. Actually, there was, two, there was two midwives that were supposed to do the killing, and they wouldn't do it. <clears throat> Man, whew, praise the Lord. Okay, so that took place. Yeah, all right, here we go. But he led his own people like a flock, guiding them safely through the wilderness. You know, there's a psalm that also talks about how he kept them safe from snakes and stuff on the way. Praise God. Well, here we go. He kept them safe so that they were not afraid, but the sea closed in behind their enemies and overwhelmed them. Horse and the rider thrown into the sea. I will sing unto the Lord. Okay. He brought them forth to the border of his land of blessing. See, that's another thing. He'll remind you. You'll go, oh, yeah, it's called the land of milk and uh, rocks, right? No, it's milk and honey. All these things will come back and you'll go, what's going on with my day today? I have the land of milk and honey. Praise the Lord. Promised land. Okay. It's not heaven. There's no snakes in heaven anyway. Okay, so to this land and hills made for them. He drove out the nations occupying the land and gave each tribe of Israel its apportioned place and time. That's the book of Joshua. Drove them all out. Took them 10 years. They got it. They're still there to this day. Uh, Look at this. Yet though he did all this for them. Ouch. This is why we have to watch it ourselves. They still rebelled against God above all gods and refused to follow his commands. Basically, what they were doing was, we don't need you anymore. Okay. They turned their backs from entering the promised land, disobeyed their father their, as their fathers had. Like a crooked arrow, they missed the target of God's will. Here it is. They made him angry by erecting idols. Yeah, but Lord, it's just a horoscope. It don't mean anything. What are we reading it for? Boy. Friday's going to be a real trip for me this week. Ooh, you're going to meet somebody and it's going to... And there's other things we do on a lighter scale. Doctor calls. Uh, we're looking at your blood report here and... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's... We need you to come in. 
And we're just devastated. Well, I know it's a bad report, but you need to remember you got Jesus. And if you've been paying attention to what he done in the scriptures, you'll remind yourself, I've got hope. Jesus still loves me. He'll help me. When you talk about wanting to go back to Egypt, it's, it's just, that's the reason David wrote this. He's almost done with this. Watch this. When God saw their deeds, his wrath was strong and despised his people. Then he abandoned his tabernacle in Shiloh. That was when the Philistines took it. Remember, they, had to, they made five, or, was it five, yeah, five golden rats because they broke out with bubonic plague. And then they had hemorrhoids and they made five golden hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, read it for yourself. The King James shows, it's, it's, they use another word, but you can tell by reading it, you'll go, you know, it's probably a hemorrhoid. Mm. These were people that didn't know God. They didn't know what to do. They put it on, they put, remember, they put it on a cart. Hophni and Phinehas were the stupid high priest kids who had temple, they were having sex in God's, can you imagine that, having sex where the ark was. So don't think God, well, God's just being hard. They desecrated it. You can't go in there but once a year by the high priest. And his blood. They threw all that away. Ever heard of Ichabod? Yeah, I know you have. Ichabod means the glory is departed. Okay, that was when this cart right here, the Philistines stole it. They stole the ark. And then Hophni and Phinehas, the high priest Eli's sons, were killed. One of them's wife, I forgot what her name is, but she was just having a baby, had it right then. And she said, name it Ichabod, meaning the glory has departed. Just a fairy tale. Never happened. Yeah, it did happen. Okay. So his wrath was strong against him. He abandoned his tabernacle in Shiloh where he had, was among mankind. That is so great. Because that's what he was trying to do. He was trying to, his presence was trying to be among them. And he allowed his ark, there it is, to be captured. Surrendered his glory into the enemy hands. He caused the people to be butchered because his anger was intense. Wow. You know. Their young men were killed by fire. Look at that. Their girls died before they were old enough to sing their wedding songs. Now, hold on a minute. Let's just say we serve the Lord. Good deal. If you're serving the Lord, don't even, we're not going there. But you could see how we could get so busy that we forget. Why well, I ain't read my Bible in about a year. You know, where do you go to when you get in trouble? Why well, I call a friend. What does he say? Well, he's, he's sort of got some wild ideas. You know, he, he <laughs> sounds like we're acting like this. Yeah, he believes in the fifth dimension of the whatever, blah, 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 and, you know, oh, please. Anyway, the priests were slaughtered and their widows died before they could even begin to lament. Then the Lord rose up as though awakening from sleep and like a mighty man roused with, by wine. He rooted his enemies and drove them back and sent them to eternal shame. But he rejected Joseph's family, the tribe of Ephraim, and chose the tribe of Judah and Mount Zion, which he loved. Uh, there he built the towering. So in other words, what's happening here? David, King David came along. Guess what you're going to see right here? Remember, David wrote this. That's the end of it right there. See him? He built a towering temple, solid and endured, enduring as the heavens and the earth. He chose his servant David, taking him from, he was another prince. No, he wasn't. David was just a shepherd. From feeding sheep and from following ooze with lambs. God presented David to his people as their shepherd. And he cared for them with a true heart and skillful hands. The end of 78. That's what that was. Look at that. Now. Let me go over here just a second. 
Oh, 81. 81 is where it is. Yeah, okay, 81. Not going to get it all, but I just want to show you. Watch this. The Lord makes the strong sing praises, sing to Israel's God. Sing accompanied by drums, pluck the sweet lyre, the harp, sound the trumpet, come with joyous celebrations at full moon. Now think how often that is. That's once a month. New moon and all other holidays. For God has given us, watch this, God gave us these times of joy. They are scheduled in the laws of Israel. See Moses, the Lord said Moses told Moses to tell everybody these festivals. Okay, whatever. Oh, he gave them as reminders of his war against, well, that never happened. Well, what was the purpose of all these feasts? It did happen. Reminders of his war against Egypt when we were slaves on foreign soil. I heard an unknown voice that said, now I will relieve, what does he say? Hmm. I will relieve your shoulder of its burden. I'll free your hands from their heavy task. That's when they were in Egypt. God said, I heard them crying, get them out. He told Abraham they were going to be subject to Pharaoh for 400 and something years. And he said, I'm going to bring them out. That was a thousand years before it happened. He said, you cried to me in trouble and I saved you. Got any problems today? I answered from Mount Sinai where the thunder hides. I tested your faith at Meribah. When you complained, there was no water. Listen to me, O my people, while I give you stern warnings. O Israel, if you'll only listen, you must never, there it is, worship any other god. Wow. Have any other idol in your home? For it was I, Jehovah, your God, who made up the story about, no, he didn't make it up. He brought them out of the land of Egypt. Look at this. Look at that verse. Only test me. Open your mouth wide and see if I won't fill it. Now, you, that's what you and I tell our friends. We're like, look, if, you, if he do it for me, he'll do it for you. Amen. Look at that. Look at this. You will receive every blessing you can use. Oh, but no, my people won't listen. See, this is what Jesus dealt with when he was here. Pharisees were like, who gave you this authority? But people like Zacchaeus, who were criminals, Zacchaeus, come down out of that tree. I'm going to eat your place today. <laughs> Zacchaeus was like, hey, if I've made a mistake, I'll, I'll, I'll pay it back 10 times. You know, the crowds were going with Jesus, but no, my people won't listen. So I'm letting them go on their blind and stubborn way, living according to their own desires. But oh, that my people would listen to me and oh, that Ezra would follow me walking in my path. That's just, just read your Bible, you know? Oh, how quickly then I, look at this. How quickly, look at that. I would subdue her enemies. How soon my hands would be upon her foes. Those who hate the Lord would cringe before him. Their desolations would last forever, but he would feed you. Look at that. He would feed you with the choicest foods. Yeah, but Laura's got a granddaughter that's acting like she's still getting the choicest foods. Praise God. He'll satisfy you. Look at this. With honey for the taken. That's two. We've we got several, but I'm just, I'm, watch it. Look at 105 right here. They sure are telling a bunch of tales about something that never happened. Thank the Lord, Psalm 105, for all the glorious things he does, proclaiming them to the nations, sing his praises, and tell everybody about his miracles. Well, if we had any. Glory in the Lord, O worshipers of God, rejoice. Search for him and for his strength and keep on searching. Remember Jesus said, seek, you'll find. 
Think of the mighty deeds he did for us. His chosen ones, the descendants of God's servant Abraham of Jacob. Remember how he destroyed. Boy, I tell you, this remembering stuff is, is uh, that's, that's just our part to play. He is our Lord. His goodness is seen everywhere throughout the land. Though a thou- Look at this. Though a thousand generations pass, he never forgets his promise, his covenant with Abraham and Isaac. Well, they're dead and gone. Well, we're not. Con- and confirmed with Jacob. This is his never-ending treaty with the people of Israel. I'll give you the land of Canaan as your inheritance. Remember, in the book of Hebrews, this right here, so we're not going to the Holy Land. That's all. It, it was all a demonstration of your life in Jesus right now. He said this when they were but few in number, very few, and were only visitors in Canaan. Later on, they were dispersed among the nations and were driven from one kingdom to another. In other words, here's the rehash of history again. But through it all, he would not let one thing be done to them apart from his decision. Uh, For he destroyed a many a king who tried. Look at that. Touch not these chosen ones of mine, he warned. Don't hurt my prophets. Now remember Moses, what the Lord said. Moses said, boy, if you turn on me, it ain't going to work that way. But we're not going to turn on Jesus. He called for a famine in the land of Canaan, cutting off its food supply. Then he sent... I didn't think that happened. Yes, coat of many colors happened. He sent Joseph as a slave to Egypt to save his people from starvation. What's so spiritual about that? Well, you're not going to have much of a spirit left if you're dead, if you die of starvation. Anyway, there in prison, they hurt his feet with fetters and placed his neck in an iron collar. You mean those things really happened? Yeah, read that wonderful story. Until God's time finally came, how God tested his patience. The king sent for him, set him free. Remember that? I had a dream the other day, and Pharaoh said, well, I can tell you what it means. God told me. Okay. He was put in charge of all the king's possessions. That's the reason I say second to Pharaoh. At his pleasure, he could imprison the king's aides and teach the king's advisors. Then Jacob, that's Israel, arrived in Egypt. That was his dad. And lived there with his sons. Remember remember the story? Jacob thought Joseph was dead. But you know, it blew his socks off. He thought his son was dead. 30 years later, he sees him. Anyway, they all came down. They lived there with his sons. In the years that follow, the people of Israel multiplied explosively until there was a great nation uh, than uh, their rulers. At that point, God turned the Egyptians against the Israelis and they hated them and enslaved them. But God sent Moses as his representative and Aaron, and Aaron to call down miracles of terror Upon the land of Egypt. They followed his instructions. They sent thick darkness through the land and turned the nation's water into blood, poisoning the fish. Then frogs invaded the enormous, uh, uh, invaded enormous numbers. They were found even in the king's private rooms. We read that, even in your beds. Okay. Then Moses spoke, the flies, here's the insects, swarmed the vast clouds from one end of Egypt to another. Instead of rain, he sent murderous hail, lightning. Boy, it's a repeat of that, isn't it? I want to take time to say this right here. I'll, just, I'll mention it. Oh, let's see. Oh, notice this. It says, at that time, the Egyptians turned against the Israelis and hated them and enslaved them. The Bible tells us that God raised up Pharaoh to demonstrate to the world. Remember, we're all... That's the reason if you attack this story, it's like attacking Genesis. Well, it's evolution. You attack Genesis with evolution, well, then you can throw out Genesis. Although it's true. 
You're never going to, just because they say it doesn't mean it's true. Genesis is true. You throw this out here. Jesus died on the Passover. He talked about all this stuff. You might as well throw Jesus out. Well, that's the whole purpose of it. God was using this so that we would know that he was there. Anyway, here we go. Okay, so the flies, they okay. They the vig, the fine, the vig, whatever. Grapevines, fig trees were ruined. All the trees lay broken down. He spoke. Hordes of locusts came. They ate up everything. And then, of course, here comes the. Uh, uh, he killed the oldest child in each Egyptian home. Knows he didn't kill the Israelis' kids. Brought his people safely out of Egypt. Loaded them. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Loaded them with silver and gold. That's, that's, you see that in, Gen, in Exodus two places. It's like Exodus chapter 3, I think it is. And then it's also when they got out, Exodus chapter 12. And there was no sick or feeble ones among them. Well, that can't be. Six million people, there's got to be a few that have. <laughs> yeah, Egypt was glad when they were gone. They were, hey, get out of here. For the dread of them was great. Remember, they're going to the promised land. The promised land people, we're stopping right here. The promised land people were scared of them. That's the reason it ticked the Lord off. I'm sending you over into the promised land and you're telling me you want to go back to Egypt? (laughs) They didn't appreciate his love. Anyway, he spread out a cloud above them to shield them from the burning sun. Gave them a pillar of flame at night to give them light. They asked for meat. He sent them quail, gave a manna, bread from heaven. He opened up the rock and water gushed to form a river through dry, barren land. He remembered his sacred... Let's see. This end of that. We'll stop. Promised to Abraham his servant, who'd been dead for a thousand years. He also brought his chosen ones singing... Oh, so he brought his chosen ones singing in the promised land. He gave them the land of the Gentiles, complete with their growing crops, and they ate what others had planted. <laughs> That's exactly, the manna, the manna quit the day they got to the promised land. When they crossed the Jordan River, the manna quit. And they were like, whose farm is that? Mo, well, Moses wasn't there. Joshua said, it's yours. <laughs> this was done to make them faithful and obedient to his laws. Hallelujah. That's the end of that. Well, it would be nice if that really happened. Oh, it did happen. Look at that. Father, we thank you for your word today. We just appreciate you, Lord. If we're not feeling good, just like the, all the Israelites had to leave that night. What about the sick ones? Well, there was not one feeble one among them. Praise the Lord. We just thank you. You'll take care of our health if we're struggling. Same thing's true financially. You'll take care of our financial troubles. Or any other big problem we got. Because look how great our God is. Hallelujah. Lord, we're not turning our back on you. No, no, no. You did these things. You created the world. You'll take care of us. And that doesn't leave anything left but for us to keep records of what you did for us so we can tell others about Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen.